Hello, and welcome to another episode of One Controller Ports Podcast. This is episode 6, and again, I am Benjamin Yoder, which you might need a reminder, considering how long it's been since the last one, but that's okay, that's okay. That's okay, because it is time for E3, and by the way, before I go to E3, that music you heard was from uh, the 3DS's Puzzle Swap, the progress music, where you like look at the puzzle piece and go, hey! These are the puzzle pieces that I got. So that's what that music's from. But this week, this 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 show, we're going to talk about uh, E3 2012 because guess what? That's coming up in like two days. So adventurous, adventurous fun with that. So we're going to go ahead and get started. As you may have noticed, the the music in between is now gone in favor of some short sound effects because music takes a long time, and it takes some editing, and I'm like, whatever, I don't want to do that. But speaking of which, speaking of of E3, because, you know, I've totally been on that topic so far, is, uh, you know, we'll just go ahead with, uh, we'll just go ahead with, uh, Sony, Sony's, uh, thing and again this is before E3 happens so if you're listening to this afterwards then no I have no idea what what they're announcing right now I'm talking about I guess my E3 predictions for the show um I would go in order of what shows go but I don't remember the order anymore (laughs) so so we'll just go ahead and go with Sony um and I think the real thing you know I think we're gonna see PS3 and PS4 software. Uh, I think that's definitely gonna be there. Obviously, or not PS4. Sorry, we're gonna see PS3 software. Uh, I don't think we'll hear PS4 of a name mentioned, but I think you can pretty much everyone saying that. You know, they'll say, "Oh, come back next year," something like that. Uh, we might hear something like that. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't hear something like that either. I think it's kind of 50-50 either way. PS3, I assume we're gonna see all the stuff they announced recently: God of War, Ascension all that junk. And then obviously I think what the the big thing is for Sony is that they're just going to be trying to showcase Vita software and uh trying to basically get consumers to buy that. And so I'm kind of I'm not really sure um what we'll see on that front because you know, I think it, it's no secret right now that the Vita is struggling and you know, the 3DS struggled when it came out the gate, so there's definitely opportunity for them to recover. Uh but it is struggling rather, rather hard, and I'm not sure. A lot, like we saw, a kind of similar thing with the early 3DS is that a lot of third parties kind of backed out of it. You know, so we saw Ubisoft go, "Wait a second, we were making this Assassin's Creed game, but you know what? 3DS, you're not looking so hot. We're just gonna, you know, we're just not gonna do that." And then they put they they put the Assassin's Creed stuff in a uh, Assassin's Creed 3DS stuff in Revelations, from what I recall. Um... So with the Vita, yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what they'll have. I think it does need third party support. I think I think Call of Duty and Monster Hunter would really be the two that they would need. And then Call of Duty, I'm even that I'm not really sure because it was weird around the PS Vita launch. You just all of a sudden saw these people saying, you know, Uncharted is cool, but I want to play that on my TV, not on a portable. And it's just kind of weird to see that sudden turnaround like right before the system comes out. And I think that reinstates the idea that 
I think the the idea of a home console in your hand isn't a very marketable uh marketable uh I guess presumption thing um <laughs> yeah I don't know it just it, ha it didn't work with the PSP and the PSP is not showing it showing so great but you know that's a matter of software getting software to work uh I think on portables people want to play portable titles because they're better suited for that um but that's not to say you can't make a home console experience on a portable. Uh, I think what was it? We're gonna we're gonna shift to the 3DS side, but I think Revelations, from what I heard, was pretty much a home console game on a portable. I didn't ever get to play it myself, but that sounds like a good example of a title that you know works as a home console game on a portable. Uh, but yeah, but I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes. It really, it's just waiting to see what kind of software. You know, Sony, because I think it'll be a lot of first and second party software. I'm not sure about third party. Uh, I don't know. I think we might see Call of Duty. Not sure about Monster Hunter because Monster Hunter 4 is heading to 3DS, and I'm not sure what kind of exclusivity deals they might have with Nintendo on that. Um, um, so, yeah. So that's really what I, all I think of for Sony. Um, I'm sure we'll see some some hint of move because you know they have Sports Champions 2 coming. Um, so that's that's some sign that they still have some sort of faith in uh, the PlayStation Move, which is kind of kind of weird since it's kind of just floating out there. It's one of those things that I I, I might want to get eventually, but I don't know when, just because I prefer uh, infrared you know Wiimote pointer controls. Uh, over dual analog, and I'm sure PlayStation Move works the exact same way, if not better, in some respects. Okay, um, so then we have again, I'm not going in any order, so I'm just going to go ahead and talk about Nintendo, uh, which I think is going to be probably the most telling, just because they're pretty much done with the Wii. Um, at least from what we can tell, they're pretty much done with the Wii, even though they're like, we have a hundred new software titles, but you know, it's going to be it's going to probably be a lot of shovelware uh, for Wii coming out. Uh, if anything, you know, decent comes out. Maybe some weird off title. It'd be nice if they localized some titles. You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Zengiki no regular Live. But, or Zengiki. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Japanese name. It's hard. Uh, but yeah, and so we're going to see uh, Wii U. Um, definitely. Uh, and. You know, with the software, I think we'll see, you know, New Super Mario Brothers, me, um, and stuff, uh, and then we'll see, we'll definitely, I, I think they've confirmed Pikmin. I don't believe that, that Star Fox Metroid crossover rumor, it, it seemed too fan fiction-y and too detailed to be, like, a rumor rumor that we hear, because that sounds like someone, like, shipped a design document to this guy. Over, you know, hey, did you hear Metroids and the Sonics is going with Star Foxes and stuff like that? Um, so yeah, I don't think we'll see that. You know, maybe we'll see see new Star Fox or a Metroid title. I don't know. We we haven't seen a Metroid title since other M, so it's definitely definitely due for one, either on the the Wii or the 3DS. Uh, Star Fox. I don't remember how the 64 remake sold on 3DS, but I would like to see new Star Fox, that's definitely what I want to see. I'm not really that, a lot of people are like, man, I can't wait to see Nintendo franchises in HD, and I, I understand why it's there, but, or why, I guess, 
But I think that a lot of Nintendo's graphical styles don't lend themselves well to beefy hardware. I think, you know, you look at something like New Super Mario Bros. I think it's kind of showing on with New Super Mario Bros. 2 on the Nintendo 3DS is that, um, you know, that title just doesn't benefit from any, you know, any powered up hardware. The game looks like a DS game, like, essentially. And that's not to say it's a bad thing. The DS game looked good. Um, but that style is just because, you know, how zoomed it out it is, how small of a screen it is, and that it's kind of, I don't want to say generic, but there's nothing, I don't know, it just doesn't really lend itself well to, you know, beefy hardware. I think a lot of Nintendo franchises feel that way. I think you'll see, it'll obviously look better. I don't doubt that, I deny that, but I don't know if we'll see any real big improvements except for a franchise like maybe F-Zero. If we ever see another F-Zero, dear God. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, Zelda's obvious, Metroid's obvious. Those are like the three obvious ones. Star Fox, yeah. Uh, although I don't know like how how much benefit that, like the space stuff will have since you're kind of in space. You know, doing spacey things. I, I think it will definitely, in, you know, the more populated levels, like on certain planets and stuff. But yeah, and I, you know, with the Wii U, I'm I'm not really expecting to really see that big of a graphical overhaul, and I think everyone's not really expecting it. By the way, this show's gonna be a little longer than usual because we're talking about E3, and um, I don't think anyone's really expecting to see a uh, blow your socks off uh, console. But, but I'm kind of okay with that. I know a lot of people aren't very happy with that, and I'm okay with that because, you know, we look at the PS3 and the 360, and aside from first-party software, um, and even that, yeah, aside from first-party software, the systems are, for the most part, nearly identical. Obviously, you know, Microsoft has a better online, you know, field and you know PS3 has slight enhancements here and there on the hardware side um but it's really like you know it's not a life or death scenario if you choose one or the other like consoles used to be very much so and I think the Wii really stood out on its own as you know if you want a second console here's one to get although if you're a Nintendo fan then it was vice versa you wanted the uh PS3 or 360 as a second console and so I'm 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 actually pretty okay with Nintendo going that that you know let's let's keep this you know cheap hardware you know obviously they're doing it for the profit and you know consumers quote unquote suffer I don't I'm not quoting anyone I'm just saying that um, but they will they will take the hit on that in terms of graphical you know looks but uh, that also helps keep the price point down especially with that controller I don't know how much it costs to manufacture that controller but they lost stuff on it. Although a multi-touch screen, I think, would have been a great, great, great uh, use of a good place to put some money into over just the single touch screen. But I'm sure if it's, it'll work fine, considering what it is. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I, I'm just kind of remaining, I guess, optimistic about Wii U. You know, it could go either way. Uh, I, I imagine that there's going to be some great content there. You know, Nintendo, they're going to have, you know, at launch, they're going to, not at launch, they're going to show, you know, a lot of trailers for a lot of good games, and people are going to get really excited, you know. Uh, launch software, you never know. Launch is never that great unless, you know, Twilight Princess uh, 
uh, at least with at least within the last couple console generations, launch software generally isn't great. <laughs> so it's been a long time since we've had a really really strong launch uh, on a platform, and I think I think the Vita had a pretty decent software launch, but then there's just like nothing after that. And Burning Skies doesn't sound like the uh, the you know big title everyone was hoping for. It sounds like a alright shooter. Uh, at least based off, I, I, I watched uh, Game Trailer's review and uh, IGN's review. So yeah, Nintendo, I'm completely open for it, hoping for, hoping to see Monolith Soft's title, because I'm a huge Monolith Soft fanboy. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess we move on to, to Microsoft. Uh, oh, in 3DS, I, I have a feeling we're going to see a lot of like recycled software. You know, Paper Mario, Luigi's Mansion, maybe a couple of the new titles, a couple of announced localizations. I don't think we'll see much on the 3DS part, but you know, thing is, the 3DS is, has a good amount of momentum now, so I don't think they really need to spend that much time talking about it. Um, you know, Luigi's Mansion 2, Paper Mario, Animal Crossing. Uh, you know, there's still Fire Emblem, which we need to get, which we'll see if we get it localized. Uh, and dear God, I hope we get Project X Zone because I am a Model of the Soft fanboy, so that's what I want. <laughs> I know there's region locking with the 3DS this time, so it's like, ugh. Uh. So yeah, uh, Microsoft, uh, GTTV said Halo 4 was going to be the first 10 minutes of the show, so there'll be Halo 4 there. I'm interested to see what 343 does. I hope they do something that makes it go... You know, this is the Halo, you know, this is definitely the Halo franchise, but this is our own kind of Halo game. Um, but I have a feeling they're going to play it safe, but I'm going to keep keep waiting to see what they do. Uh, I do hope they do something different that are like, hey, uh, you know, this is our own Halo uh, title. And I'm sure we'll see Call of Duty there too, uh, which... I'm actually really excited to see uh, Black Ops 2. I'm going to say really I'm I'm very... Very interested in seeing Black Ops 2 because uh, all the changes they're making in terms of the single-player campaign. So I really hope they show some of that off at the show because they, you know, they have different endings and stuff, and you can do different stuff. I think they're called like Strike Strike Force missions, and you can tackle them. You can fail the mission. And I think you have like permanent death per se of where a character will be dead for good unless you start your game over. Obviously. Um, so hopefully that won't create any uh, fire emblem scenario scenarios where you are constantly deloading or you know reloading a file over and over again. Um, otherwise, I have no idea, no freaking idea what Microsoft's doing. The last like three shows have been completely not worthwhile to watch. Um, Milo was like the only interesting Connect title for me, which is gone. I lied. I, I was pretty interested in Star Wars, but I haven't played it yet because I don't have a 360 still and no Connect. And I have no idea when I'll get a 360. You know, let alone getting Connect actually to actually play that. And it looks like a game that would have very, very much benefited from being on either the Wii or the 360 or the PS3, because I think the lightsaber kind of thing works best with uh, with an actual controller in hand. And Skyward Sword did pretty well in terms of sword control, so I think. Uh, lightsabers would have been pretty, pretty decent. Um, so yeah, um, you know, I don't really know because Microsoft has proven that they don't need exclusives to move any 
hardware. <laughs> They're like, we got an online service. Come here. <laughs> and they come. Uh, the, the only exclusives they obviously get is the DLC exclusives, which I'll do for anywhere between, you know, a month to six months. Um, and... Yeah, I don't I don't think they'll really show anything that makes me go, wow, and I doubt they're going to talk about Durango or whatever it's called. I don't like the name Durango, and obviously it's not considered to be the final name. It's considered the code name. Interested to see what they name it, though, because you can know, go Xbox, Xbox 360. Where do you go from there? I don't think they'll go 720. I don't think they'll go Xbox 3. Um, and I hope, dear God, they don't say next Xbox. Uh, hopefully it's something interesting, uh, name-wise. Uh, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for Microsoft. For third parties, uh, Konami already went by the time I recorded this. They did their pre-E3. Uh, it was kind of funny because it was basically uh, social games, uh, some guy talking about soccer for like 10 minutes, and it's like, we tweaked these tiny details, and I'm like, oh, dear God. Um, and then, uh... And then uh, Kojima basically was like, "Hey, you know, I made this this Metal Gear Solid series. I made the Zone of the Ender series. You know, we made some HD collections. Not telling you when uh, Zone of the Ender's HD is coming out. We'll, we'll let you know. I think they said holiday, which is like, oh great. So, thanks for telling me something uh, great." Basically said, hey, you know, probably said 2012. Now we're going to talk about the end of 2012, which is kind of like it's already, if I recall correctly, it's out very soon in Japan, but I could be wrong. Uh, I don't have the date on me right now, but but yeah. So we'll see when that shows shows up. Um, and then I think they were like, Metal Gear Solid PS Vita HD. We'll have that holiday season too. And it's like, okay. And they're like, yep. Uh, although I did think Rising... The trailer for Rising, in my opinion, doesn't sell the game well. It's like, hey, look, it's a platinum title, you know, Double May Cry, Bayonetta, Bayonetta, um, Bay Bayonetta, if that's how you say it, I don't remember, <laughs> I think it's Bayonetta, um, and then it, that's just kind of what it looks like, um, and, you know, that's fine, uh, but I think when they actually showed off some, some real gameplay, uh, footage, you know, all the way through, I think that was more interesting because they showed, like, you know, how the player, how they implemented the uh, the freeform manual cut thing, where you can cut things down and then pick stuff up. Although they're talking about like you can just kind of cut up the environment if you want and then use that stuff. I wonder how how you know free that will be in terms of like what you can cut down. If it's just going to be like certain things, obviously, you know, you can't just like cut down all the walls around you, or else you just you know, go off into nothingness. Um, but yeah, uh, it looks interesting. I don't know if I don't know when I'll pick it up. Um, if when I think it'll probably probably be one of those impulse buy titles. But it's interesting in th just for the fact of that whole thing with the uh, manual slicing for me. And they showed off Lords of Shadows too, which was also kind of interesting because uh, Belmont's not using or Gabriel. Belmont's not using the combat cross anymore. Won't tell you why, though, because that's a spoiler. Spoiler foo. But it is interesting because it looks like he uh, more focuses on, like, magic and stuff in this one. Um, which I'm interested to see how that turns out because, uh, Orcas of Ages. No, not Orcas of Ages. God, that's a Zelda game. Uh, Order of Ecclesia. That uses mainly magic. And 
uh, arguably Circle of the Moon is also mainly magic use. Um, and so those two titles... Uh, I don't know what I was going with. I was going with that. But those, the, but yeah, uh, Lord Shadow. Interested to see what they have because right now they just showed a uh, CG trailer. I don't know if it's CG. It could be an engine. I think it's CG. Today with these games, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, and then uh, Lord of Shadow 3DS. They're like, here's a picture of a face. See you guys later. It sounds like they're gonna show off more gameplay. We might see it at. We might see like a little glimpse of gameplay at. Uh, at Nintendo's conference, although they specifically said June 5th, which, yeah, I think that's Nintendo's conference, if I recall correctly, is June 5th. Yeah, yeah, June 5th is Nintendo's conference, so I'm sure we're going to see more Nintendo's conference. Either way, not really interested in either of those. I played Lord of, Sh Lord of Shadows a while back ago. I forgot I've ever, me ever mentioned this, but it's like, it's not Castlevania. It's not a Castlevania game. It's a God of War game. Uh, <laughs> and I wasn't really interested in the story, so it's kind of like, eh. Uh, the 3DS version is 2D-ish, 2.5D-ish, so maybe that might be more interesting once we see more, but I have a feeling that I'm not going to be very very interested in either of those. I'd rather just Igarashi work on them again, but uh, it just seems like that's not happening. It looks like Mercury Stream is their Castlevania go-to developer now. Um, so yeah, so that was Konami's, uh, and then there's been some other third-party stuff, you know, uh, they have Tomb Raider, which I didn't think looked very good, I don't really get why people are like, oh, Tomb Raider, it's like, it looks like a ton of quick-time events, which is fine, but in the trailer, it's, it's like, there's not really enough gameplay for me to say, oh, okay, that's, I understand where this is going, it's like, here's a bunch of quick time events, and then, like, maybe, like, a two-second clip of gameplay, and you saw some gameplay, you saw some shooting, uh, you saw some, some more platforming stuff, uh, but it just wasn't enough for me to, like, put all the pieces together and say, yeah, let me look at this game, like, if, yeah, I have a vision of this game, I have a vision of all these cutscenes where action's happening, which I'm pretty sure, at least from the, uh, the E3 trailer from last year, that they're just gonna have quick time events to, uh, where you press the buttons and Lord Croft does things to not die. Um, Dishonored looked like, oh, by the way, these Tomb Raider, the Tomb Raider and Dishonored ones, these are GTTV exclusive trailers, so go see that if you want. Um, Dishonored looks alright, um, remind me a lot of Bioshock in terms of, I guess, just a, it's a first-person shooter, and when you cast magic and stuff, you see your, his hand go like, brah, the screen, and then you just use guns and stuff otherwise. Uh, and it looked all right. Um, I didn't really see, I don't know. There's a lot of gameplay. I just didn't really, it didn't stand out to me. It, uh, I think the the world is cool, uh, but it very much reminds me of Bioshock. And even, even the visuals very much gives me a Bioshock Infinite feel. Uh, in terms of how it looks, although very much a darker game because the whole game is fairly dim and dark and evil, and then you have your mask thing, you're like, yeah, my bad is. Although the uh, interesting enough, this is also a GT TV exclusive trailer. Uh, was a uh, hybrid, which is an XPLA only game, which is like ah, I want to play it, but um, basically it's uh, from Fifth Cell. People who do do uh. Did Scribble Knots uh, and Super Scribble Knots and a couple other games. Uh, their minds leave, or their their names leave my mind right now. Uh, I think one's called Lock's Quest. I could be wrong. Um, 
But yeah, uh, it looks cool. You like jetpack around, and it's like a jetpacking multiplayer shooter. And I'm not that big into shooter, but that that looks pretty cool. And it's kind of hard to tell in the trailer, but supposedly you don't like have any control of your character per se. It's like you click to go where you want to go, and then you fly there, and then you stay behind cover there, and you just kind of kind of move, and you can shoot while you're flying. It it looks really interesting in that in that regard. Um, so. I'm, I'm waiting to see if it ever makes it over to PSN or not. Oh, excuse me. Um. So yeah, and otherwise, I, I'm not really expecting that much from third parties. Uh, it'd be nice to see some some new stuff. That's I'm always in for new stuff. You know, it comes around to you know. I'm not saying this year. I think Call of Duty's really gonna stand out this year. But you know, last like four years is like same Call of Duty stuff over and over and over again. It's just like, I don't even care anymore. Best part of all those were that one time when uh, when the guy's controller <laughs> disconnected or something. I've run up the battery right now or if he just accidentally disconnected it or something. Something like that. But yeah. And it was just like, oh, oh goodness. Um, but yeah, I mean... Yeah. So I'm hoping that we're going to see some new stuff this year. It sounds like we might. Assassin's Creed 3 and Call of Duty Black Ops 2 really stand out. And it seems like this the end of the console generation might be kind of going out pretty interestingly. You know, we have stuff like Dragon's Dogma, which is really, really a unique title in terms of what I've seen of it. Uh, I haven't played it myself, so I can't really say. Uh, friends played it. He likes it. Um... So yeah, I guess that's really all I have to say about E3. Uh, everything else... Just gonna remain open about it, you know, not too hyped for it, not too, like, you know, disappointingly looking at it. I don't think, I, I'm, I'm sure I'll walk away happy from it, uh, as I do pretty much every year. There's one year that was, like, considered one of the best years, and I was like, I hate video games. <laughs> and that's kind of, I guess that's kind of typical Ben. Um, I usually am not liking of what other people did. I don't know if that's really just a mental thing of people like this. No, I don't like that. Because there are some games like I love the uh, original Deus Ex and I know lots of people love the original Deus Ex. I'm usually pretty open. But I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm picky in areas that other people aren't picky in and then I'm very le lenient in areas where other people are picky in. So I think that's how it kind of goes. Speaking of Fifth Cell actually uh, I guess I'll go into what I've been playing. I'm going to kind of skim over everything fast because we're already pretty far into this. This is going to be a longer show. If you're, if you're new to Uncontrollable Paul Podcast, um, it's actually usually a 10-minute show we're at. I have about 27 minutes here. Um, but yeah, I go over everything pretty fast. Uh, play Super Scribblenauts. Pretty cool game. Uh, Sandbox is kind of boring in my opinion of it. Uh, so I just stick with the uh, actual puzzles. Maybe that's a lack of creativity on my part, but uh, but it's fun. Um, oh yeah, I played Princess Debut on the Nintendo DS, <laughs> um, which is cool, really cool actually. I really like Princess Debut, so uh, I actually wrote, wrote an article about it a while back ago. So if you haven't checked it out, you should. It's on my blog. Uh, it's called uh, oh crap, what is it called? Oh, being little. <laughs> Being a little girl is like totally cool. That's the name of it. It's pretty awesome. Um, friend of mine for my birthday got me a, fa a PSP, 
And so I'm like, oh, I finally got a PSP. So now I can finally start playing PSP games. Uh, and he got me Fantasy Star Portable 1. So I'm enjoying that. And it's exactly the same as Fantasy Star Universe uh, Ambitions of the Illuminous. So, well, there's there's a lot of tiny tweaks here. But it's essentially the same game. And it's really horrible because I enjoy playing it just as much. And I'm usually someone that's like, I want to experience different things with every game. Because that's just how I am. And then with this, I'm just like, I don't care. I just want to play it. And I'm just having a good time. Uh, but I am kind of, I, I beat the story mode and everything, so, um, kind of working through that right now. Uh, oh, and then I also, you know, checked out a bunch of demos on PS, that's what I do with every console now, it's, as soon as I get it, I just download a ton of demos and play them and see, you know, get a kind of a, a feel for the library. Uh, really disappointed that uh, this game called Frontier Gate is JP exclusive, uh, Japanese exclusive, because it's a uh, it's like this uh, triace RPG and it's really cool. And I might do a little article write up on it because I I do really like it. It looks like a complete Monster Hunter clone, but once you get into it, the gameplay is completely different because it's turn based combat um, and it's not action. You know, it's not real-time action. Everything else is just like Monster Hunter, but that, the gameplay itself, is completely different. Uh, on PS3 and PS2, I'll just group them together. PS3, I played uh, Dead Space, Dead Spock, and it was alright. It pretty much sums up how I feel about every game this console generation. Not every game, a lot of games this console generation, which is, uh, it's good. It's a good game. There's nothing particularly distinct about it. It's a good game. <laughs> uh, there's very tiny details here that make it stand out, like, you know, the last, the lack of a HUD, stuff like that. It's just not... It's Resident Evil 4 in space. That's how I feel about it, and it doesn't even have the campy stuff, like, of Resident Evil 4, which is fine for going for a different style, but it's, it feels, at the end of the day, generic. It feels like it could have been anything else, and I would have been okay with it. Um, and it's, it's it's a good game. Don't get me wrong. It's a really good game. But it's just, that's that's all it is to me. It's like, oh, it's a good game. Okay. And it's going to be an experience that I probably almost completely forget, you know, within a year from now. And be like, oh, yeah, I played that Dead Space. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I haven't been playing it recently, but I did play Virtual Fighter 4 for some reason. I don't know pretty cool though I guess uh, I don't know if I'll pick it back up or not I've owned it for years I got it for like $2.50 uh, and I just haven't really played it uh, beat Crimson Tears which I have a review for that written up but I don't know when I'm gonna publish that I still have to get screenshots and stuff for it and that's the kind of the thing I'm kind of on right now is that a lot of my reviews are kind of written in a video review format and I can't do any video editing right now. This, 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 what you have right here is pretty much the furthest I'm going to get with video editing at the moment. Uh, in the next few weeks I'd like to try a couple things, try to get things going. Uh, I don't know how successful I'll be on that part, so I might just give up on it and then go straight back to pure writing, which sucks but that's what happens when you're a poor person like me I just cursed and I'm gonna edit it out <laughs> but that's that's what happens when you're poor and don't have a job because you're a lazy 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 guy in college um uh and then on the Wii finally this is what I'll end with I've played some other stuff but I might I might tackle those later 
Uh, lots of visual novel stuff. Well, not lots, but I've I've been doing some visual novel stuff. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I might talk about those in a later episode. Um, and then uh, pff, on the Wii, I finally played GoldenEye uh, 007, also known as GoldenEye Reloaded on PS3 and Xbox 360. Really liked it. It was technically a mess. It crashed on me like three times while I was playing. There's tons of slowdown, but I was like, whatever, this game's great. <laughs> because it's it's this interesting mix of Call of Duty with a stealth action, you know, the stealth action of, I guess, what James Bond would be. I haven't watched any James Bond movies, so I can't really say that's what the movies are like, but... You know, you go in and you basically get these little sandbox rooms and they're pretty much like, go do how you want to do it. You can just run in and, you know, shoot everything or you can go around with your silencer and melee attacks and just take everyone out. And it's, and both are, both are really effective and you know, one, you're not going to get hit at all and the other one you're going to get, you know, you're going to take some hits. Um, so it's, it's effective to do both sometimes. So I really like that. Yeah, it was a really good game. Um. So yeah, now that I've gone on for way too long, uh, and so it's it was E3, so I expected to talk about things, uh, and then also talk about those autumn video games that I've been playing. Um, so I will leave you now. Uh, enjoy E3, coming days. We're, we're a lucky bunch. We're not the ones on the show floor. So we get to sit back, enjoy. I don't have a writing job right now, so that's what I get to do. I might write some editorials and stuff. I might try to shop them off. Not very good at that shopping off thing with freelancing, but I'll figure it out one of these days. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So I'll leave you, actually, since we were talking about Goldeneye, because it's a pretty cool game. There's a, a nightclub scene, and the music in it's all right, uh, so we're going to put that in here. Although it was really funny because I like the, uh, the, the Wii can't display all the... Uh, the character models in the nightclub, so they have like these 2D black, uh, like, like a silhouette, not black, not like a black person, <laughs> like silhouette people, uh, like dancing, and it's really bizarre, like getting like right on front of them. It reminds me a lot of that Doshin the Giant game on, uh, the, not, not the first one, uh, but the, uh, crap, what's it called? The, uh, 64 disk system, 64 DD. Um, just drive. Um, reminds <laughs> me the little people in that game. So, I thought that was really, really bizarre. It was technically a mess, but, uh, but it was a, it looked really, really cool in my opinion. Not saying that that was a good thing that it was there, but I thought the uh, how they looked was cool, and they were very, very smooth. So, very smooth. So, here it is, Golden Eye Nightclub music. I hope you enjoy your E three week, and I'll. Uh, Try to keep the show more more frequent. A lot more frequent. A lot more frequent than what it has been. So yeah, thanks again. Talk to you later. Bye.